You are listening to South Florida Sunday. We thank you for joining us, and we want to thank our next guest, Dr. Ben Ravai, who is a cardiologist at Delray Medical Center. Welcome to South Florida Sunday. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It is uh, heart health for the holidays is what we're here to talk about. Uh, so tell me, stress is often a common theme during the holidays. How do people remain calm without their blood pressure skyrocketing? Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, you know, I guess we got to keep in mind what the holiday season's about and remember that, you know, the, the most important thing is that we're spending time with family and that everyone can pitch in. It shouldn't, you know, all fall on one family member to to prepare everything. And, you know, I think if everybody uh, you know, does their part and pitches in, then it can, it can decrease the stress on any one person. Just getting together with my family is stress-inducing as it is without taking on uh, the, those added pressures. But uh, what are some things that we can watch as far as food and eating during the holidays? Because there's a lot of uh, unhealthy stuff floating around this time of year. Right. So, you know, one of the, you know, my favorite things to do is to eat. And uh, it can be particularly hard at, at that time of the year to keep in mind what's good for you and what's not. Um, one thing I always stress is salt intake. So a lot of times people tell me, well, I don't add you know, much salt to my food, but they don't realize that something they're preparing already has so much salt in it. Um, and that can, you know, be especially important for people who have high blood pressure and congestive heart failure. We see a lot of people, you know, fill up with, with fluid retention during the holiday season because of salt intake. So that's always one thing I stress. And beyond that, I think, you know, everything's about moderation. So I'm not going to tell anyone not to eat something that they like, but, you know, you got to do it in moderation and make sure that you're not in you know, indulging yourself in too many fatty foods and unhealthy foods. Watch those portions. Exactly. Now, I know exercise is pretty important when it comes to heart health, but is it extremely uh, important during the holidays, and why is that? Well, I think it's I think it's important uh, for a couple of reasons. One is, you know, you brought up stress during the holidays, and exercise can be a good way for people to reduce their stress and, you know, to get out and go for a jog, especially that's one of the really nice things about being in South Florida is the weather this time of the year is, is actually really conducive to that. So it can be helpful in reducing stress. And then, you know, it's natural that people are going to probably overindulge a little bit more than they should. And so exercise can be a good way to help burn off some of those extra calories that we consume this time of the year. Do you see more cardiac episodes during the holidays than you do the rest of the year? We do. And I, I think, you know, you touched on a couple of things. One is, is diet. And so people who especially, you know, overdo it on the salt intake, um, that can become problematic. And, and we do see people coming into the hospital more frequently after holidays because, you know, they're, they're not so compliant with their diet like they should be. Um, and the other thing is that stress can increase the risk of cardiovascular events. So, you know, we know that there are more heart attacks during stressful periods. And, and so when people, you know, are nervous about getting together with family or the workload that comes along with that, that can increase the risk of heart attacks and other cardiovascular events that bring people in. We've kind of touched on eating uh, healthy or trying to eat healthy during a time when there are a lot of unhealthy foods uh, available at arm's reach. And uh, I know sometimes when there's big platters of cookies and stuff just sitting there, it, you almost subconsciously just reach out and grab the, those type of things without really even thinking about it. Um, but is it a good idea to try to maybe put together some kind of a game plan so when you're planning your meals and planning your holiday snacks that you uh, try to put together a menu that's going to be healthy? Yeah, absolutely. So I think if, if you're the person planning you know, the meal for the family, you can keep in mind that, you know, Fruit and veggies and, and other things can still be a great appetizer or a great dessert um, rather than, you know, maybe filling up with just cookies and cakes. 
And if, if you're a guest at a party and you're going somewhere, just, you know, keep in mind before you're going that you really got to keep an eye on what you're eating and make sure that you're doing things in moderation and, and that uh, you're keeping an eye out for foods that you can have that are, you know, on the healthier side. Um, it can certainly be tough, but it's just important for everyone to be mindful of that, whether you're the person preparing the meal or whether you're the guest at the party with the food being served. Now, we talked a little bit about running. You said running is a great way to get exercise and also to work off some stress. Um, but what about walking? Is it true that uh, walking 30 minutes a day uh, or maybe every other day actually uh, makes your heart healthy? Yeah, so I think you know the goal is to try to do some sort of cardiovascular exercise where you're increasing your heart rate. And you know what I tell everyone is that that has to be sort of individualized. So, you know, what uh, a walk at a certain pace for one person may not be the same type of exercise as it is for someone else. And so for some people, you know, if they can walk at a brisk pace for 30 minutes, that's great exercise for them. And I'm not expecting them to, you know, go out and, and run or, or do something, you know, even more strenuous. Um, whereas for some other people who have the ability to jog or run or bike, maybe they need to try to do that rather than just walk. But I, I always emphasize that, you know, walking is better than nothing. And, and so if the option is sitting on the couch or taking a brisk walk for 30 minutes, that's certainly helpful. And anything that you can do to, you know, increase your activity level, take more steps, um, you know, do some sort of workout where you're getting your heart rate up is going to be helpful. Um, and, and, you know, everyone's going to be different. So I can't I can't say that, mm. you know, what what's good for one person is right for the other person. But certainly uh, I would never discourage anyone from walking or, or you know, doing anything that they can to increase their physical activity. Something else I've noticed that uh, pers my, me personally, and uh, a lot of times when you get together with family and friends over the holidays and there's a big meal on the table, uh, a lot of times folks will, will have a huge meal and then everybody heads over to the living room and sits down in front of the TV to watch a game and before you know it, half the uh, guests are passed out asleep. Uh, is, is that as bad for your heart as, as we think it might be, having a big meal like that and then falling asleep or laying down or being sediment, sedentary? Yeah, I think certainly being sedentary is, is problematic. Um, you know, that doesn't mean that you can't sit down on the couch and, and watch the game and, and enjoy some football or, or whatever else it may be. Um, but, you know, maybe if, if that's occurring, then exercising, you know, the next morning or, or at some point in the day, getting your physical activity in is, is, is really important. Um, you know, so if that means that right after your meal, you can get out and, and go for a walk, I think that's great. But if, if that's not realistic for you, then making sure that you're dedicating some time to being able to exercise and, and burn off some of those calories is just very important. Um, but, you know, it, it, again, it, I, I like to try to tell people that they have to do what they can. And, and so I'm not going to you know, discourage someone from watching the football game. It's just right. finding the right time to go out there and be active and, and exercise also. Well, we've talked about stress uh, with family and friends being in and preparing a holiday get-together sometimes causes a lot of stress and, you know, that temptation to uh, overdo it on the unhealthy food. Uh, are there other things we should watch out for during the holiday season that affect the heart in an unhealthy way? So, you know, diet, uh, we touched upon for sure. Um, stress we touched upon and then, you know, physical activity. I think those are the big things. Um, and, and it, it's hard to juggle all that because when people get, you know, busy planning meals and, and having family over and maybe you're traveling, it can be hard to squeeze in the time for exercise or squeeze in the time for relaxation and, and making sure that you're doing all the things that you can to keep yourself healthy. Um, so I think it really just comes down to, 
you know, time management, um, you know, asking for help when you need it. You know, like I said, I think sometimes we feel a burden that, you know, we can't ask other family members or friends to pitch in. And, you know, I think if everybody does their part, it allows, you know, each person to be able to have some time to themselves to do what they need to do to keep themselves healthy. Is there, um, is there like, can someone like me go to Delray Medical Center? Is there tests? Can you go for tests that, that can maybe give you an advance notice of some impending heart problems? Yeah, so, you know, there's a few things that are important. So one is making sure that you're, you know, modifying your risk factors for heart disease. So making sure that your blood pressure is well controlled, that you're having your cholesterol checked on a, on a you know, routine basis to make mm -hmm. sure that that's controlled. Um, to make sure that your blood sugars are okay and that you know, you're not running on the diabetic side. So all of those things are important in reducing your risk of developing heart disease. Um, and then beyond that, there are tests that, that we have that you know, we can use to help assess your risk of having a heart attack, um, to diagnose you know, coronary artery disease or blockages in the arteries in the heart. Um, there's you know, something called a coronary calcium score, which we sometimes will do in you know, people who we think, you know, are at an intermediate risk of developing heart disease. And this can be a useful tool in, in predicting what is someone's risk of having a heart attack or some other sort of cardiovascular event over the mm -hmm. next five to 10 years. Um, and there are things that people, you know, uh, come in for asking for stress tests, which depending on, you know, a person's uh, risk factors and symptoms sometimes can be appropriate. So, you know, I think the the right thing is always individualized in a discussion with your doctor, um, including your primary care doctor and your cardiologist to you know, decipher what exactly is the most appropriate regimen for you and, and the most appropriate testing for you. But certainly we, we do have ways of trying to decrease your risk of heart disease and making sure that all of your risk factors are appropriately controlled. We, I've heard the words risk and family a couple of times. If you have a family history of heart problems, heart issues, uh, heart disease, uh, is that something that would uh, maybe make it a good idea for uh, someone to uh, do those regular checks that you were mentioning? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, unfortunately, there's there's a lot you can do to help your, your heart health, but uh, there are certain things that, you know, you can't control, including your genetics. Mm -hmm. um, and certainly we know that you know, people who have a family history of early heart disease are more prone to developing heart disease themselves. And it's particularly important for those people to make sure that they're really controlling their risk factors as well as they can. And what I tell people is that, you know, what's a good cholesterol for one person's maybe not a good cholesterol for another person. So somebody who has a family history of heart disease and has other risk factors for heart disease, we may want to control their cholesterol more aggressively than we do for someone else. And even though their cholesterol numbers may appear okay on that lab sheet, it may not be down where we want them uh, based on you know their family history and, and other risk factors that they may have. Um, so I think you know it's important for everyone to make sure they're doing what they can to reduce their risk, but particularly if you have a, a strong family history of heart disease, it's even that much more important. So the thing is, everything in moderation during the holidays, avoid the stress. And, of course, with the holidays upon us, uh, that means a new year. And uh, would you suggest that perhaps a great New Year's resolution would be to get that heart checked out and uh, start off 2020 uh, knowing that you're in good shape? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the new year is always a good time for people to, you know, reassess their health and reassess what they can do to improve their health and reduce their risk of having heart disease and other medical problems. Um, you know, the challenge is often maintaining that throughout the year, but certainly the new year is a good time to, to reassess that and to talk to your doctor about, 
you know, making sure you're doing everything that you can to, uh, you know, have a healthy 2020 and, and beyond. And people who are listening to us this morning can uh, get more information at Delray Medical Center. Is there a website they can go to maybe or a phone number they can call? Yeah, so uh, the uh, website for Delray Medical Center is www.delraymedicalctr.com, mm-hmm. and the phone number is 561-498-4440. Doctor, I want to thank you for uh, being on South Florida Sunday with us this morning and giving us some tips about uh, surviving the holidays and the, the holiday stress and the, the unhealthy holiday food. And uh, we thank you for being on the program, and we urge everyone who's listening who may want to get more information to go to that website and go to that phone number. Thank you very much for having me.